Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. We thank you for joining us on a Tuesday evening, and it's a good one to look forward to tonight. Jeff Paros, fellow VEASAN host, will be hopping on in 10 minutes. Not only will we talk about tonight's baseball slate, I know Jeff's got a few plays, but we have a big game in the NBA tonight, and with hockey as well, the Vegas Golden Knights right where Jeff Parles is present. We'll get his thoughts on the game against the Canadians. If BGK can once again get a big dub in that series, so we'll be sure to hit all of that with Jeff. Aaron Bruski will also touch on not only tonight's NBA game, but tomorrow's as well. So plenty of action throughout the National Basketball Association with Aaron Bruski. And I've got several plays throughout Prop Shelf tonight back in action with that. So very excited to kind of throw that out to you. And, you know, it's not only a big night in the NBA, because of the Clippers and Suns game, right? We also have the NBA lottery, and we'll get to those odds in just a second. And there have been some other interesting markets that have been made available at Bet Rivers. So we will get to those in just a second, like we said, but uh, kind of funny, but very interesting at the same time. So uh, let's start with teeing you up for the Clippers and Suns right now, though. 8 p.m. Central time, tip off this game scheduled down in Phoenix. And look, we were talking about it yesterday. Phoenix opening up as a six-point favorite, and really we didn't see anything alter one way or the other. Then you saw big movement today. No Chris Paul once again. Morris will be playing, however, for the Clippers. I know he was questionable, but he will be in the game. Chris Paul still out and unknown when he will return. 
But again, the opener was six. Now it's dipped down to four and a half in favor of Phoenix. So the Clippers have been getting some money throughout the day. They're also plus 155 on the money line is Los Angeles. Phoenix minus 182. That total didn't really move yesterday at all either. And now it opened 224, remember. Now it's dropped down to 222 and a half, slightly shaded to the over, minus 113 in the under, minus 109. We won't spend too much time on this now, but again, Big movement to the under and toward the Clippers is what we're seeing at this point. I got plenty of plays when it comes to the props, so we'll have that to look forward to. And Jeff Parles and Aaron Bruski will give us their thoughts on the overall game as well. But again, like we said, not only do we have that game in action for the NBA, but how about the NBA lottery selection tonight? No, it's maybe not something that you're looking forward to betting on, but hey, there is some rooting interest for not only from a fan perspective, but if you do choose to bet on it, here are some of the odds. The Rockets are at the top, plus 550 to get the number one overall pick. Worst record in the NBA. Pistons also plus 550 along with the Magic. They all have a 14% chance to land the number one overall pick. Then come the Thunder and the Cavs, both at 7-1. They hold on to an 11.5% chance to snag the number one pick. The Timberwolves at 9-1 odds have a 9% chance. The Raptors, 11-1, 7.5% chance. The Pelicans and Bulls both at 20-1 to to get the number one overall pick. The Bulls have a 6% chance, and the Pelicans a 4.5% chance to get that tonight. Now, if you were kind of just wondering how to bet it, if at all, something just to keep in mind, while it is a short sample size since 2019, the team with the NBA's worst record has not gotten the number one overall pick yet. So, you know, if you're looking to bet the Rockets here, it could be something that would sway you away. Again, it's obviously random here, so it's something that's pretty much just a crapshoot at this point. I guess my producer, Jacob Roach, and I were talking about this. Really, you know, if you wanted to get involved, I personally wouldn't, but if you wanted to kind of go with some sort of strategy, maybe just look to betting the top three teams who have the best chance at 14%. No, maybe don't put a full unit on it, but just kind of divvy it out with one full unit throughout those three teams unless you just want to kind of throw a dart on the board and hope for something because, again, it has the prices of a futures bet, right? But you're going to know the result by the end of the night, so that's what's a little bit more exciting in that kind of sense. But, again, you know, the Rockets, Pistons, and Magic all with a 14% chance maybe your best option if you want to get involved in this market. But again, not, nothing that I'm going to be betting because, you know, you don't have any really analysis or, you know, stats besides a slight advantage with the percent to want to bet it. So for us here in Chicago, we're certainly rooting for the Bulls 20 to 1 to get that number one overall pick, who's presumably going to be Cade Cunningham. A little bit deeper draft uh, that we can look forward to from this season as opposed to last year. But again, the Bulls with a 6% chance. So we'll keep our eyes on that if they can get a top four for the protected pick. So a lot of interest is going to be revolving around that and even further down because like we do on the show, we like to hit on the NFL draft big time. NBA we do as well. Not as much because it's not as big of a market, but still an untapped area where you could take advantage of it. So a lot to look forward to tonight in the NBA. Once again, welcome into the show Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. As always, we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois. Tonight we got plenty of NBA action coming your way. We were previewing the Suns and the Clippers. That line down to 4.5 total went from 224 down to 222.5. And not only do we have that game, we have the NBA lottery odds, which we were just dishing out, the Rockets, Pistons, Magic, all have a 14% chance, the highest percent chance, to get the number one overall pick. You think it's going to be one of them. Plus 550 are those odds that are currently listed at Bet Rivers. 
And not only have those odds been made available today, but if you, you know, spend any time on Twitter, pay any attention to basketball, you know that Ben Simmons has been getting a lot of grief these past couple of days. And let's be honest, rightfully so. So now we have the odds presented at Bet Rivers for the team that he will be playing on this upcoming season. Yes, that's right. Already we have those odds presented, which is awesome. So you can check them out, BetRivers.com. The Sixers still the short shot, minus 125 for Simmons to continue being their starting guard. Then come the Wizards. How about that? Washington, 2-1 to one odds to be the next team that Ben Simmons lands on. The Trailblazers, 3-1. to one. People thinking maybe a swap C.J. McCollum and Ben Simmons. The Lakers, 10-1. to one. The Thunder, 10-1. to one. How about the Golden State Warriors at 20-1? to one. The Spurs, Jazz, also at 20-1. to one. Then you get the Nuggets and Rockets at 30-1. to one. Naturally, the list goes on and on and on. Again, nothing that I'm actually really going to be betting as at this point. I mean, just kind of looking at it, my first thoughts and what I've briefly seen from other analysts discuss, you know, what about the Warriors here at 20-1? to 1? Would that be so ridiculous for a team like Golden State to bring on Ben Simmons? Because you look at a team like the Wizards, do they have enough to want to bring on Ben Simmons? And, you know, even if that's the case, if I'm one of these teams maybe looking to acquire him, I'd, if I'm an inferior team a lesser team like the Wizards you know or the Thunder even like why would you want to build your team around Ben Simmons you would think he would go to a more established team that has these stars already where he doesn't have to be relied on to score he could kind of just do his own thing focus on defense focus on kind of moving the ball around and just I don't know spreading the floor out a little bit more so obviously you're not going to bring him on to be a top guy and build around so that's why I wouldn't be looking at a team like the Wizards and even the Blazers too not so much the Warriors, though, you know, getting Klay Thompson back, having Steph Curry, maybe a dish out Andrew Wiggins along with this year's draft pick and another, and then Ben Simmons could be brought on there to, again, help spread the floor and help on the defensive side of things. That wouldn't be too crazy to me because this team is just a healthy player in Klay Thompson away from being a top dog potentially once again. So at 20-1, to 1, if you wanted to dabble in this kind of realm, uh, that wouldn't be a terrible play in my mind. And then maybe even the Lakers at 10-1. You probably don't have as much to give away. Maybe you're dishing out Kuzma, uh, Kuzma and Schroeder and something else along with that. But, you know, LeBron James is going to be doing a lot of the work along with Anthony Davis. Ben Simmons doesn't need to be the number two or number one guy. Just helps again on the defensive side of things when LeBron wants to take every other playoff on that side of the ball, which we're accustomed to seeing. But, you know, maybe those two teams would be the ones that I would circle out more than any other. But, again, it's, it's something more, in my opinion, kind of just funny to think about. And, and, to, and to ponder this far out, I mean, you'll hear the rumblings as we get closer and closer to the end of this season and, you know, throughout the summer. But the one I would probably circle out the most, again, the Warriors, 20-1. to 1. I think that could make some sense. But, again, the Sixers, a short shot at minus 125 to land Ben Simmons. So we'll see if that comes to fruition whatsoever. Seems like a lot of the rumblings are that the Sixers want to get rid of him. So we'll see what happens down there in Philly with that brutal loss to Atlanta throughout the series. Game 5, Game 7, just unfortunate. Ben Simmons having, what, what was it, three field goal attempts in the fourth quarter of the whole series? Just absolutely absurd. So, you know, I don't think anyone's going to be rushing to want to bring him on their team per se, but if it's going to be a squad that does, you would think it has to be one that's already established with a solid core, and the Warriors would be one of those, in my opinion. But... You know, that's just some of the unique bets that you could do for the NBA tonight and through the summer. Uh, we'll get back to it. Aaron Bruski of Hoopball will be joining us toward the end of the show to preview tonight's game. Of course, I got some plays and prop shelf. Before we get deeper into the NBA, though, let's bring on our Tuesday regular Jeff Parles at Jeff Parles. Where you can follow him on Twitter. And let's start out in the diamond. Jeff, I know you got some action with some baseball tonight. 
And let's start in our neck of the woods here with the Indians and the Cubs. Uh, the Cubs, no offense last night, could not get the job done, but they're throwing out Hendricks on the bump tonight. Cubs a sizable favorite here. Do you think they bounce back this evening? Uh, Danny, good to see you as always, buddy. Uh, look, the starter for Cleveland is bad. This Morgan guy is really not any good. Only two starts before. Really struggled in that first start. Was a little better in the second start, but that was because you can't get much worse than that first start. So uh, I, I would I would look to a Cub run line here more than anything. That would probably be the play, especially off that loss the other uh, last night to Cleveland, and especially with a a series uh, over the weekend against Miami where they just didn't play particularly well, losing the two out of three. I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of it being only even money, but. I, this this would le it wouldn't shock me if this is a cup blowout tonight, and especially with Hendricks coming off a good start his last time out. Uh, so I would only bet the Cubs run line here. Uh, maybe a look to the over as well, because Cleveland is actually hitting a little bit more than you would have expected them to. But uh, I would lean towards Cubs run line. That would be the play in this one. Yeah, and Eli Morgan, as you mentioned, only 6.1 innings pitched thus far. Hendricks, the guy who's been picking it up as of late, especially at home, has the Cubs minus $2 on the money line. But again, if you're looking to bet Chicago, probably your best route. I would agree with you, Jeff. Looking toward the run line, not great value per se, about minus 103. But if you're looking to get in on it, that's the way I would go as well. So the Cubs on the run line could be a good look tonight against the Indians, looking to bounce back from last night at Wrigley. Talking about a team that's looking to bounce back, what about the A's here, Jeff? They're laying minus 132 against the Rangers, who are catching plus 112 at home. Gibson, another good start for Texas, got the job done last night. For tonight, we're seeing it at 9.5. Cole Irvin and Taylor Hearn taking the bump. It's Oakland against the lefty, who they've been a viable bet against this season. Is that the side you look to roll with once again? Uh, you know, I don't like betting on Texas. I mean, it's as simple as that. I don't think Texas is really any good. Uh, but but look, uh, Cole Irvin coming off a really bad start his last time out. Uh, so this is a tough one. The nine and a half is a little juicy uh, with that even money. If you can get nine minus 120, maybe you go that route. Uh, but that, that would be the – I would look to go to total as opposed to going aside here. I, I, just, I, I just don't trust Cole Irvin. I don't trust the Rangers. I would only bet the total. If you can get a nine minus 120, I'd like that a lot more than a nine and a half about even money. That would be the way I would go. Another total uh, for here. And, and look, the one thing, at least at home, Texas will score for you. Uh, so uh, I, I would lean towards the over. That would be the only way I'd go. All right, Jeff, let's get to a game. I know you got a little bit of betting interest in 8.38 p.m. Central Time. First pitch scheduled for the Giants and the Angels. Now we got Haney going against Descalfani. The Angels minus 127 at home. The Giants plus 110. Total opened eight and a half. Now that's up to nine. Are you looking at the dog in this spot potentially? Yeah, wrong team favored here. Wrong team favored. The uh, Look, the Giants have overachieved in a big way this year, Danny. There's no arguing that. But Di Scalfani's been awesome this year. And he's been awesome recently. Uh, two starts ago, he had that one hitter. He was great again. The following start, granted, I know, was the Diamondback who finally won their first game in 18 tries last night. But I, I would I would bet the Giants here. Uh, plus 110 is pretty good. I got a little bit closer to plus 120 earlier in the day. It just is the wrong team favorite. I would have expected this to be closer to a pick'em and maybe even the Giants being favored 
uh, slightly here. So we'll take the plus price with San Francisco, who, again, has been phenomenal uh, this whole year. And at some point, I expect them to taper off, Danny, but it won't be tonight. So we'll go with San Francisco in this one. Uh, that plus 110 at Bed Rivers is still pretty good. Yeah, and look, if you're going to look to fade a team with an underdog, I mean, it's got to be against the Angels. You you and I have talked about it so many times. This team just up and down and up and down. And the Giants haven't been too shabby against lefties this season. So, against Haney could be a profitable way to go. And, again, plus 110, not bad values you alluded to. So, we'll be rooting for you with the Giants tonight against the Angels, my friend. Then talking about underdogs getting the job done, we kind of talked about this game yesterday and saying that the Diamondbacks had a great opportunity to break that streak, and they did. They got the job done against Milwaukee. And look, Jeff, this Brewers team, pitching-wise, fantastic. We know that. But they can't hit for squat. The Diamondbacks, though, a dog once again, a bigger one at that, plus 123. Brewers with Peralta taking the bump, minus 143. This total at 8. Does Milwaukee bounce back tonight, or do you look to taking the value with the dog yet again in this series? Yeah, I don't want to bet the, the Diamondbacks to win two in a row after that long 17-game losing streak. But but it started, last night was you you were picking on a bad pitcher in Anderson who got hurt and, and was already behind when he came out. Peralta's been phenomenal this year. Peralta's a borderline all-star. Very well make the team, may, may make the all-star team. Probably not, though, because of, uh, again, Woodruff and Burns are probably ahead of him on that staff. And I have a hard time seeing them putting three Milwaukee starters into the All-Star game. So I, I don't want the dog here, Danny. Uh, maybe you look uh, to, to the to the Brewers and uh, throw them in a, in a money line parlay with another favorite or run line them. Uh, I, I, again, the Diamondbacks are, are, are f- six out of their last 51, Danny. Six and 45 in their last 51 games, which should be impossible. But that's what they are. They're that horrible. So... Uh, I, I would, I would, uh, I, I would steer clear of them getting it done for a second consecutive game. All right, Jeff. Then finally in baseball, let's move on to a little bit more of an appeasing game: the Padres and the Dodgers. San Diego getting the job done last night. Tonight, you're getting a couple of southpaws, Kershaw and Snell. And San Diego, they're the dog now in this spot, catching even money. The Dodgers minus 114. This total at 7.5 seems a little bit intriguing to me, Jeff, to maybe look under. I know it's low, but both of these teams struggling against lefties this season. Uh, the Dodgers, 7-10 OPS, which is 19th. Padres, 6-96 OPS, 22nd in the big leagues. How do you look to handicap this one out in the West Coast? I, I would take the Dodgers. Granted, I, I had this wrong last night, took the plus price. With Urias, he got smoked early. The Padres win that game comfortably. But it's a little bit different because Darvish has had a much better season than Blake Snell. It's been a lot of inconsistency. I know his fifth doesn't really line up with his ERA. He's been a little bit unlucky. But Clayton Kershaw, even though he's not old-school Kershaw, has still been pretty good this year for the most part, Danny. So I I would look to take Kershaw at a very – again – you're not going to see Kershaw only like minus 115 ever uh, again probably this year, unless if he faces DeGrom later in the year because they have two key series with the Mets left. So I, I would look to bet the Dodgers. That would be the only move I would make in this. All right, Jeff, enough baseball. Let's talk some playoff hockey, my friend. I know you're right in the thick of it out in Sin City. VGK hosting the Canadiens tonight. and VGK looking to get a stronghold of this series. They're up to minus 230. On the money line, Montreal plus 195 at Bet Rivers. 
Total at five. It is shaded to the over, minus 132. The under is plus 110, despite Leonard having a great performance last game. Looks like it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury back between the pipes tonight. Do you think BGK gets the job done? Obviously, I know you're not going to want to lay the minus 230. You can do the win in regulation for, for about minus 130 or the puck line for plus 123. Does any of that interest you potentially? What, what makes you say that I don't want to lay 230, Danny, with a team uh, that, in all honesty, this whole series has been even. It's been pretty even. BGK mm -hmm. was clearly better in game one. Montreal was better for the majority of game two. Vegas started playing a little too late, and they cost them. And then the uh, the team who was the worst team in the last two games won. Montreal significantly worse in game three. They still won. Vegas significantly worse in game four. They won. So, I, look, I, I don't want anything to do with this game. I think Vegas gets it done tonight. It's back to Montreal with a 3-2 lead. But this series has been a lot tighter than I think anyone would have expected. So I would not count out Montreal by any stretch, Danny. Yeah, very dangerous territory when it's been neck and neck and you see the price at minus 230. I don't care what team is what and what we've seen this far. Like you said, too, I mean, the worst team has won the last two games, it feels Probably kind of a tough territory. We'll get more into that game as we go on throughout the show here tonight. And, you know, before we let you go, though, I do want to also talk about this Clippers and Suns game, another one that we'll kind of get into more extensively throughout the program. But really quick, anything you like here? Because it opened six, Jeff, but now it's moved down to four and a half. Totals also moved down from 224 to 222 and a half. No Chris Paul in this game once again. Can Phoenix still get another dub without him in the mix? Oh, yeah, Phoenix can absolutely win tonight. Again, no Kawhi Leonard on the Clippers' side, so uh, take out each team's best player, and, and what do you get? A scenario where the line is basically exactly what it was in game one. I was a little surprised this opened at six. I understood that it was baked in that maybe CP3 would play immediately bet down after he was ruled out, so no shock there uh, on that. And then, look, you're, you're also looking at a – at a total, you mentioned it, Danny. I said it when it was on with Tim Murray last night. I thought the total was too high last night when it was at 224. 222 and a half, starting to get about correct. I think 222 is probably the right number. So nothing on the total. I'm going to look for an in-game opportunity, though, if we get a slow start like we did in game one, to bet that thing over. Obviously, we went flying over all numbers in game one. So I'm looking in-game here. Nothing pre-flop uh, at six. I like the Clippers, not at four and a half. And this total at 222 and a half is just about right. Yeah, I'm with you here. That's what I was saying yesterday. I think this is a great in-game series, exactly how I approached it in game one. And with that spread at six, I like the Suns to win, but didn't like them laying it. And even at four and a half, I still think you're going to get a better number if you want to back a team like Phoenix and vice versa because they have enough scoring each way. So we'll see how that, uh, how that one goes down tonight. It's going to be fun, no doubt about it. Plenty of betting opportunities all throughout the landscape tonight. Jeff, my man, appreciate you covering it all with us as usual. And uh, best luck with all your wagers, my friend. Thanks, Danny. See you, guys. At Jeff Parles on Twitter, you can catch him co-hosting the Nightcap with Tim Murray. Also, Beeson's Betcast, Saturdays and Sundays. He does it all. Love having Jeff on to get things started on a Tuesday evening. Let's continue it on with some Stanley Cup postseason action. We'll preview that BGK Montreal game once again. And look at the Lightning and Islanders. How are those series stacking up? We'll let you know next.
this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Get the most of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. Check them out. BetRivers.com. 
Back at it here on Rush Hour. Thank you for joining us this Tuesday evening. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 as well as VEASAN, the sports betting network, at VEASAN Live on the tweets. Big thanks to Jeff Paros, fellow VEASAN host, for joining us to get things kick-started here on a Tuesday night. We talked a little bit of hockey with Jeff. Let's kind of bring it right back to that. Rooting interest for us here on the show. Again, if you haven't been following along a while back, two, two and a half months ago, we took VGK 9-1 to to win the cup. And boy, it has been a roller coaster, especially this postseason, and it probably still will continue to be. And tonight may not be any easier. However, the odds maybe don't indicate that as much because we see the Golden Knights at home still is a big favorite. Minus 230, plus 195 on the buyback for Montreal. Now, VGK did open minus 250, so a little bit of love has been going toward Montreal. And, you know, how could you argue that? I mean, the series knotted up at two at a piece right now, and it really hasn't been like one team has completely dominated over the other. And I get why Vegas is a big favorite. They're playing at home and are the better team and should probably be handling the series a little bit better. But nevertheless, that's where we see it. Uh, total open five and a half. That's down to five. Shaded to the over minus 132. The under plus 110. Again, if you don't want to lay the minus 230 with VGK, because most people probably don't, and you do think they win, though, you could always do the puck line plus 123. Or what I tend to gravitate toward a little bit more so, win in regulation minus 130. If you think the Canadians win in regulation, it's plus 305. If you think the game goes into overtime, plus 336. Nothing specific that I had in this game. Again, at this point, I'm kind of just sweating out VGK to get past this series and hopefully make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. But I do think VGK gets the job done. Would probably only go with the win and regulation bet, if anything, at about minus 130. If you're looking kind of further down the road, the updated series price for these two teams, VGK minus 305 to be the victor of this series. If you think Montreal is the underdog, gets the job done. You're getting plus 235. Now you could also bet the spread series outcome. If you think VGK can lay one and a half, meaning they win by at least two games, that's plus 125. If you think the Canadians can keep it within a game, plus one and a half, minus 162. If you think the Canadians win the next two games, plus 550. Total games played in this series set at six and a half. The over is a slight dog, plus 108. The under, the favorite, minus 136. More so the thought process, whoever wins this game has the momentum going into the next and will get the job done. And really quick, just for tonight, um, because I didn't bring it up originally, it looks like it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury in the net tonight. Now, we know it was Robin Leonard last game in a much-needed victory. He got the job done, but they're going back to the vet and the legend, Marc-Andre Fleury. This postseason, excuse me, this series against Montreal, he's 1-2 with a 2.20 goals against average, 91% with his saves. Carey Price in the series, 2-2 two two with a 2.5 goals against average, 92% save percentage. So, uh, Marc-Andre, you know, even though he got pulled out, Still doing a little bit better, honestly, than Carey Price, and I trust him in this spot more so than I do Price, especially at T-Mobile Arena. Now, how about the Lightning and Islanders really quick, this game going off tomorrow? Uh, you know, last time we were talking about it, only advice was really, you know, maybe look for the Lightning to win in regulation, and boy, did they take care of that. Uh, they absolutely dominated the Islanders, and, you know, they open up minus 150 for this next game as they lead the Series 3-2. to two. Big momentum shift toward Tampa Bay, potentially, despite it being on the road. 
total at five. That's where we've continuously seen it. Uh, the Lightning took care of the over last night themselves, obviously. So for me, it's got to be the Lightning or nothing here. And maybe you take advantage of it earlier rather than later. Because, again, we saw some movement in some spots abruptly toward the Lightning. I mean, if you lose a game by that much... It's hard to really bounce back and trust a team, especially in an elimination game. So I think it would be Tampa Bay or nothing and minus 150. Again, not too bad of a price to lay in hockey, in my opinion. So maybe look the direction of Tampa Bay. Again, haven't bet anything this far out. That's where I would be looking as at this point. But we'll hit on that more so throughout the show tomorrow. But again, be rooting for VGK tonight. Only thing I would play, if anything, when in regulation for the Golden Knights at about minus 130. Not ideal, but get about plus 123 if you'd rather do the puck line instead with the Golden Knights. All right, so no bets in hockey tonight, but I do have plenty for the NBA playoff game this evening. So we'll hit prop shelf next. I've got several. We'll let you know what they are. And Aaron Bruski's still to come. We'll see what bets he's got in the NBA. So stick around here on Rush Hour. Feature on VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every single game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. You can check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every single game as well. So go ahead, start your next sports bet at VSIN.com. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. I'm Danny Burke, host Rush Hour. Getting you underway and ready for the game tonight between Phoenix and Los Angeles. The Suns looking to extend their series lead to two games to nothing over the Clippers. And we've talked about this a couple times already. But Phoenix opened as a six-point favorite. Now that went down to four and a half. But just now at Bet Rivers ticked back up. To a five-point favorite did Phoenix. They're now minus 190 on the money line. And then Los Angeles catching plus 160. Total open 224. Moved down to 222.5. That's been pretty steady throughout most of the day, except for the movement from 224 to 222.5. But the total hasn't really shifted much. Again, that spread, though, with the 4.5 now back up to 5. If you're looking about the game overall, Jeff Parles was on with us earlier. I had the same thought process. Probably more of an attack with the in-game perspective with Phoenix if you think they get the job done but don't want to trust laying the five maybe wait for a better line or of course can we interest you in some props for tonight's game let's go ahead check out prop shelf with some of those made available plenty of bets I got for this game so let's get underway with one of our favorite players in the association when it comes to betting how about Mikhail Bridges points scored tonight 11 and a half shaded to the over minus 143 the under plus 112 now Bridges uh, he's not having the best postseason. He's been a little bit more sporadic, but he is averaging 12 points per game this postseason. He's only gone over this mark in five out of 11 games. And in game one, he did drop 14 points. No Chris Paul in that game. Once again, Chris Paul will be absent, so maybe more scoring opportunities for Bridges. And against the Clippers throughout the regular season, back in April, dropped 13. 
Another game in April dropped 20, and toward the beginning of the season in January dropped seven. So uh, in three out of four games he's had against the Clippers, he's gone over this mark of 11 and a half. Now, if we're looking where his shot selection resides, 53% of his shots this postseason come from three, 26 at the rim, 21% then from mid-range. He's making 35% from three, 43% from mid-range, and 72% at the rim. He's been a real efficient scorer this whole year, but again, most of his shots coming from beyond the arc. What do the Clippers do when it comes to defending the three? Well, they're allowing opponents to get about 43% of their shot attempts from three-point range. That was compared to 35% during the regular season. Big adjustment from Los Angeles. They're allowing opponents to make 41.4% of those shots from three this postseason compared to 36% during the regular season. So if Mikael Bridges can get hot from beyond the arc, look for him to go over 11.5 points tonight. I know it's chalky, minus 143. Again, if you have enough conviction with some of these props, take advantage of the better number and lay that price. And that's what I'm doing tonight with Mikael Bridges, over 11.5 points. Now let's go to his teammate, the big man, DeAndre Ayton. You could go with his points at 15.5. You could even go with him to record a double-double at minus 113. But what I ended up doing instead is taking a look at the, at the player specials, which combines the points, rebounds, and assists. 26.5 is where it's labeled at. Over minus 130, under plus 102. I found an over at minus 115 earlier today and played that with Ayton. Now, if you look what he's done this postseason, he's averaging just under 16 points per game, 10.5 rebounds, and about 1.5 assists per game. Now, he's gone over 26.5 points, rebounds, and assists in 7 out of 11 games this postseason, and he's gone over this in 3 out of 4 games overall this year against the Clippers. Now, if you know Aiton, the majority of his shots come at the rim. 72% of shot attempts are coming at the rim this postseason. He's making 82% of them. Uh, Clippers really only limiting, or they are limiting opponents to getting just 26% of their shot attempts at the rim this postseason compared to 31.5% during the regular season. They're allowing opponents to make about 64% this postseason, though, which is pretty much similar to the regular season. So the Clippers not the best at defending the rim. They limit the shot attempts, but if Eaton's putting up enough, I think he can produce enough points-wise. I didn't want to go over 15.5 despite him getting 24 points, or excuse me, 20 points in game one along with nine rebounds and two assists. I would have done the double-double, but this Clippers team takes a lot of shots from deep, right? So the rebounds aren't going to necessarily be coming right toward the rim where DeAndre is going to be placed defensively. They're going to be longer misses. So maybe that's why you can't expect him to have as many rebounds or rely on him to get a double-double. I would still think he does, but again, not enough conviction to want to bet it. So that's why instead I'm just going to do the points, rebounds, and assists over 26.5. A bet he's gone over more so against the Clippers as opposed to the double-double. So that's what we're rolling with with DeAndre Ayton. Oh, and really quick, a bet that I didn't see till later. Now they have the who's going to score more, and it was Ayton versus uh, Cameron Payne, and it was only minus 127 to Ayton. I didn't play it, but might throw that one in late because you got to think Ayton, if the Suns are going to win, probably needs to score more than Cameron Payne. I know he needs to fill in the role for Chris Paul, but could be a good bet looking to Ayton in that spot. But all right, enough with some of these Suns players. Let's go to the Clippers. What about Reggie Jackson, who's been doing a solid job filling the role since Kawhi has been out? Reggie Jackson, his points prop tonight, 18 and a half, over minus 120, under minus 107 for Reggie Jackson, who's averaging 17 points per game this season, or this postseason, excuse me. He's gone over this mark of 18 and a half in six out of 14 games this postseason. However, the last three games without Kawhi, 
dropped 22 versus Utah, 27 versus Utah, and then 24 versus Phoenix in game one. Versus the Suns this whole season, only racking up 12 points per game, but again, completely different beasts this postseason than what we were accustomed to seeing in the regular season for Jackson. Now again, another guy where 59% of his shots come from beyond the arc, and he's making 43% of them. Very efficient from three is Jackson. The Suns are allowing opponents to get about 40% of their shots up from beyond the arc, compared to 34% during the regular season. So a lot more attempts coming from three against the Suns. They're allowing opponents to make 33% this postseason. That's compared to 36% during the regular season. But again, despite that, Jackson is still going to get his share from beyond the arc. Did a great job in game one from beyond the arc. And look, not only do I think he's going to go over 18 and a half, because I bet him to go over 18 and a half minus 120, but also his number three-point field goals made. Two and a half is what it's set at. Minus 175 is the number at Bet Rivers. I found a minus 150 earlier, so you could do a little bit of searching. But again, you know, Jackson's averaging about three three-point field goals made on about seven attempts this postseason. He's gone over two and a half three-point field goals made in 12 out of 14 postseason games this playoffs. So not only do I think he goes over 18 and a half, also banking on him to get at least three three-pointers tonight. So hopefully we get a big game out of Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Ayton, and Mikael Bridges. Those are the bets that we are rolling with tonight for the Suns and the Clippers. Best of luck. As always, if you tell, we'll get deeper into this game with Aaron Bruski of Hoopball. We'll see what side he's leaning with next as we wrap up another edition of Rush Out. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you, because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. You can check them out. BetRivers.com. Wrap it up. Another edition of Rush Hour on a Tuesday night here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Crowd filling up, anticipating the NBA, NHL, and baseball action tonight. Let's kind of get deeper into the NBA playoff action tonight with the Clippers and the Suns. Let's bring in guy who covers the league so extensively and so well, Aaron Bruski, who you can follow on Twitter, at Aaron Bruski, GM of football, does great work. Every time he's on this show, too, giving out great picks. So, Aaron, let's kind of get right into this game. This number has opened at six, went down to four and a half. Now it's back up to five at Bet Rivers. This total opened 224, fell down to 222 and a half. What's your analysis on this game two matchup between Phoenix and Los Angeles? You know, I'm a little surprised at the line moves, um, you know, just the nature of them. And I, I guess maybe that's Los Angeles. There's a lot of um, backing for Los Angeles teams in general. Um, it, it was a really it was a tough game at first for me to, to wrap my head around. Um, my instinct told me I wanted to take the Suns and diving deeper into the data and, and sort of the game film. I got a lot more confident in taking the Suns at sort of whatever number that's out there. Obviously, you want to get the best one. But what I've noticed about their team is they've gone way heavily into the three-point shooting and they've actually shot the ball more from deep and they've shot the ball better from deep so that to me says it's sort of unsustainable and it sort of speaks to maybe the desperate nature of the way they need to play in order to win without Kawhi Leonard so um, when you look at that and then you factor in news that we still have a game time decision on Marcus Morris 
Um, you know, he's probably not 100%, and this is a team that really lacks depth. Yes, they get to play Ivica Zubac a little bit more in this series, which solves some of that depth issue, but they're relying on guys like DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo, and for all the things that they might do that might wow certain sports sportscasters, those guys were like minus 11, minus 13, and they're pretty much marks on defense. So the deeper they get into the, their bench, the worse off they are. And on the Phoenix side, I mean, just looking at their shot chart alone in from game one without Chris Paul, mind you, these guys are doing kind of whatever they want to do offensively on the floor. They shot 55% uh, last game and, and had solid numbers throughout. My question for both these teams as they play a little bit slower is, A, can the Clippers keep shooting as well as they have? And then 55% is such a huge number. So for me, I have a slight lean towards the under in this game, but I'm actually going to roll with Phoenix here to uh, cover and go up 2-0. Yeah, I like it. I'm with you here in the market again with the total, 224 down to 220, uh, 222.5 agrees with you looking toward the under. The only reason I'm not playing Phoenix pre-flop, I'm just kind of a guy who likes a little bit shorter of a spread because of how you know, crazy everything can get at the end of game. So I'll probably look to in-game Phoenix and hopefully get a better number early on if the Clippers can keep it close. But like you said, I'm sure they'll be able to make some shots early on from beyond the arc, but can they sustain that later in the game and throughout the rest of the series? That's the big question, and I probably would lean toward no because, again, very hard to keep that sustainable, especially without a top guy in Kawhi Leonard. And that kind of leads me to my next question then, Aaron. I mean, you know, if you want to bet further in the series, of course you can do series prices, the spread series. For example, you could do the Suns minus two and a half. They win four to one. If they sweep the series, whatever it may be, minus 105, you can get the minus one and a half at minus 215. The total games played in the series, the correct score. How would you maybe approach that? I mean, if you think the Suns are going to win this series potentially, you think they either sweep, win in five, six, et cetera, what would you put your money on for the best odds? You know, I think this to me smells like a six game series, um, you know, with the wiggle to go either way. But but really, the Phoenix Suns are a pretty complete basketball team. And the one thing I didn't mention just now is Mikhail Bridges is just, you know, he's Kawhi Leonard just a few years, you know, uh, removed. You know, he's going to be the next guy that's just like that. So that's why you saw Paul George go 10 for 26. And yeah, Paul George hit about seven threes. That's um. You know, that's not going to pay the bills if there are, um, you know, Bridges and other similarly length players that are able to cover the primary score, the guy that's doing everything besides Reggie Jackson, who's shot out of his mind and needs to come back to, to earth a little bit here. So um, that said, though, you know, this Clippers team has a lot of toughness. There's a lot of youth on the, uh, the, the Sun side. So I expect that to be a mitigating factor here. Uh, six games, and if you want to try to get a good price on the Suns, you know, I kind of like the price right now, but if you want to wait and see if uh, the Clippers can prove us wrong here, you know, and, and try to get a little bit better number out of that, that might not be the worst thing. Yeah, the Suns to win in six, you could get at plus 450, or you could always do the total games played in this series, over 5.5 minus 118, not a bad look. Tend to agree with you. I think the Clippers are going to find a way to get a couple games in there, but should be a fun series nevertheless. Also another fun series, Aaron. Let's look forward to tomorrow with the Bucks and the Hawks. Who would have thought that we would be here with these two squads? Probably not many people. Uh, this line opened 7.5, dipped down to 7, and now just looking at it, this is news to me as I'm just kind of seeing this now. It's up to 8, so big movement back toward Milwaukee. This total 225.5, that's dipped from the opener of 227.5. Does eight seem like a little bit too much for Atlanta here? Do you think Milwaukee could really have a strong hold against them? 
Yeah, I'm smirking over here because I'm so excited about this game. I've issued uh, my biggest play of the year on, on this game, and um, it's on Atlanta. And, and I caught it at a pretty nice number, about eight, um, you know, as it opened up. Um, maybe there's Bogdan Bogdanovich news cooking in there. Maybe he's not able to go. Maybe Atlanta wants to stow him away for a game and, and try to preserve his health for the rest of the series. But I look at these two teams as extremely evenly matched. And I look at a player like Trey Young. Yeah, they're going to probably throw Drew Holiday on him, but that's not going to help when that screen comes. And you're looking at Brooke Lopez and drop coverage. And Trey Young has no fear shooting from any spot on the floor. So that would be one thing to watch. Bobby Portis will probably play a little bit in this series to kind of counteract the issues that Brooke Lopez has there. But when this team lost Dante DiVincenzo, they became incredibly thin. And we saw that in the last series against Brooklyn as they went, you know, Rocky versus Apollo style 15 rounds and were staggering by the end of that thing. Meanwhile, the Hawks have played at kind of a calm, consistent pace the entire time, 98 to be exact. And they have players that can bother Chris Middleton. You know, a lot of their their guards and their forwards are all similarly linked. Even a guy like Bogdan Bogdanovich, if he's playing, can bother Chris Middleton. So um, they can also bother a, a guy in, in Drew Holiday who's apprehensive at times, not necessarily knowing what he wants to do on the basketball floor. And then Giannis, you have John Collins, Clint Capella present a really compelling tandem to cover him with. So, um, you know, this, this to me, two evenly matched teams, you're going to give me eight points. I, I can't not take that. And because and, I'm kind of thinking that they probably win this game here tonight. The other thing, the other big bet that I like on this one is the under. These teams have been playing at about 215, 211. Uh, their paces dipped in, in Milwaukee. Um, whether or not they want to try to open it up and run was a question that I had looking at this series. And then I looked and saw Atlanta's turnover numbers, the tops in the leagues, you know, and in the playoffs at about 11 a game. If that was regular season, they'd be number one in the league. So there's not going to be the running opportunities that a guy like Giannis could really use to get his game going. And so this looks to me like it's going to be another slow paced series. Now, it's game one. They might come out with a lot of energy. Crowd could push them along. I could be completely wrong on this. But um, all the numbers and all the indicators and defensive assignments and the, and the ability for offense to get loose, it all points to the under here. Yeah, total open 227.5. The under getting the love. Now it's at 225.5. And, and completely agree with you with the spread. I mean, up to eight seems ridiculously high. And Bogdanovich, yeah, that could be that factored in potentially. But still, Atlanta offensively should have enough to keep up with Milwaukee on that side of the ball where they really haven't been that dominant this postseason. And if you think even like you mentioned, potentially Atlanta wins the game outright, plus 285, some decent value. Minus 360 is what the uh, the Bucks are on the money line on the other side. But I think Atlanta keeps this game close. And I'd look toward taking the eight in the spot. And then really quick, Aaron, before we let you go, we got about a minute left. But when you're looking at the series price, Bucks minus 480, Hawks plus 350, you know, you think Atlanta can sneak out a couple games here? Because if you want to take two and a half with the spread on the series, you're only laying minus 125, for example. Yeah, no, I and I absolutely think Atlanta can take this series. I actually like them on the NBA championship bet. Plus, it was 1,200. Now it's 1,100. These, like, I cannot pick between these two teams, which one is better. And when I look ahead, the only one that, that makes me fear um, them from, from the, the Hawks perspective is the Phoenix Suns. So, I mean, this is about as good a value as you're going to find. Um, so I, I have absolutely personally taken the plus 350 that I got on the Hawks series uh, to win here. And it's just, I think that they're the better team. 
Love it. Yeah, plus 350. Great value for Atlanta, who's been cruising this postseason. Potentially could keep it going against Milwaukee. Love it, Aaron. Appreciate you giving us some insight and some plays, my man. We'll be rooting along with you and then, uh, enjoy those games tonight and tomorrow, my friend. All righty. We'll talk to you guys soon. At Aaron Bruski on Twitter. Catch more of his analysis surrounding the NBA at Hoopball, where he is the GM. Like he said, biggest play of the year. How about that? Taking the eight points with Atlanta. I haven't played anything officially, but love what he had to say about the Hawks. Probably going to be playing that catching eight in the spot. Like the under as well. Open to 27 and a half. That one down to 225 and a half for tomorrow's game between the Bucks and the Hawks. But kind of just recapping what we had for tonight. Aaron again leaning toward Phoenix and the under in this game. That line back up to five after a drop from six to four and a half. As for what I'm playing last segment, we went over it. Plenty of props for this evening. Mikhail Bridges over 11 and a half points, minus 143. Then DeAndre Ayton over 26 and a half points. Rebounds and assists found a minus 115 out there. And then how about on the Clippers? Reggie Jackson over 18 and a half points, minus 120. And then Reggie Jackson over two and a half three-point field goals made, minus 150. He's gone over that in 12 out of 14 postseason games this year. So as always, my friends, best of luck if you tell. Hopefully we get ourselves some winners on the hardwood tonight. We'll catch up again tomorrow for more NBA and NHL action. Until then, take care from all of us here at Visa. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.